Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today, everything that's going on, and we're able to fellowship. It's great to see all the kids going back to the classrooms, and we're going to look at God's Word today on remembering the words of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. Lord, we just come to you today and just help each and every one of us and the needs that we have, the concerns that we have, the, the worries that we have. And uh, Father, we know we live in a world right now that there's so much unrest, but we just pray that we would remember your words that calm us in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, if there's one thing I think that we do more than anything else is that we forget. And uh, I know I've, I've said this before in the past, but I almost did it again this week. And that is, you're in a hurry, you got a lot going on, and sometimes you either pay for your gas at the pump or you'll go in and pay for your gas. And, and I had to get a couple things in the gas station, so I went in and paid for the gas ahead of time, and sure enough, Almost started to drive away without pumping the gas. And I didn't feel so bad last time I said this because a lot of you have done the same thing. So, and then you get, also we get busy, but we, we get preoccupied. And, you know, you got on me about now having to wear reading glasses and so forth that uh, sometimes I'll go around the house looking for them and I actually have them on. <laughs> now that's, that's real bad. But anyways, uh, you know, the Lord tells us in his word, and we all go through different things, to not to have the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And, and what we have to remember today are the words of Jesus and, and what those words do. I want you to look at John chapter 14, probably a, what you're familiar with, John chapter 14, verses uh, 25 and 26, and then we'll look at a couple more of those verses towards the end of the message. It says, Jesus is speaking. He's getting ready to leave this world, and he says, these things I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit now when we look at God's word, is going to teach us all things and be in remembrance all the things I said to you. All the things that I said to you. The Holy Spirit, a lot of time, which is great, we look at is a comforter. And we know the Holy Spirit comforts us. and We're not sure what's going to happen, different things that are taking place in our life. Or are we going to be able to get through them? And, and all these different things that, that, that we deal with. Something's very important. I remember growing up, my, my father was a, 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 not only a pastor, but he was a missionary pilot, a pilot for as long as I can remember. And, um, and so he would take a lot of his pastor buddies with him if he would fly into different parts of the jungle, whether it was South America or uh, Mexico or whatever it might be. And, uh, and some of his pastor buddies would just be so afraid the whole time they're in this plane, you know, 
in, uh, because the plane literally is in, in my father's hands and on what he's doing, the pedals and so forth and, and the flaps and everything that takes place and everything has to come together. And my dad would always tell them, if you want to get over your fear of flying, he would always say this, learn to fly. If you want to get over your fear of flying, learn to fly. And, you know, again, we all go through different things. We're all facing different things that the Bible tells us in that verse that the way that we're going to overcome those fears and overcome what we're facing is, is that the Holy Spirit teaches us that we learn. And when we remember God's word, we're learning about life. And Jesus is teaching us that if we remember his words, the Holy Spirit will bring those words in our life. And everything that you and I face, we all face different trials. We all face different temptations. We all face things. And what the Lord is telling us here, when, when we know that the Lord is there to help us and to show us, to teach us, and we remember his words and his words teach us, well, then whatever we're facing we're going to be able to get through. When we remember his words, the Holy Spirit teaches us about him, about our heavenly father, and gives us not the spirit of fear, but of love and power and sound mind. We, we all face it. There's always something. We just feel like things are going halfway decent and something else happens. We live in this world. I was telling the pastors in the, in the back today, I think I watched too much, like, information news this week. There's just so much going on in the world. So much going on all over the world. Well, what does the Lord continue to tell us? Is if we're, we're going to remember his words, uh, what does he also continue to tell us to do? Let's, let's look at Luke chapter 7 and verses 19 through 20. You know, I want you to know it's okay in your life and in my life, it's okay to ask the Lord questions. It's okay. Sometimes we continue down that path that we're on because we're not asking enough questions. And it's okay to. Sometimes we feel like we're not being who we should be as a Christian because we're asking too many questions. Well, I want to encourage today one of the greatest believers in Jesus who ever lived John the Baptist. And he had to be reminded who Jesus was and is still today. And he gives us this in Luke chapter 7, verses 19 through 20. John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, are you the coming one or do we look for another? Now, remember, Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. Where is John the Baptist right now when he's asking these questions? Why did he send two of his disciples to, to see Jesus? Because John the Baptist was in prison. And he probably knew he was getting ready to lose his life. So he's sitting there, two of his Disciples or close friends come to him and, and, and he's burdened and he's not sure. Man, is, is, I mean, even though I baptized Jesus, meaning John the Baptist is saying this, and even though 
I, I, I know who he is. Is he who he says he really is? We all do that. I do that sometimes. Because we all need help. And, 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 we, and sometimes we, we don't see it happen when we think it should. And so then we question. John the Baptist is sitting there saying, man, all I've ever done is what the Lord has wanted me to do. And, and here I am. So he has two of his friends, disciples, that go to Jesus. And Jesus tells them absolutely yes. I'm the coming one. And after that, they leave. But before they see all the miracles that Jesus performs, and here's his teaching to confirm that he is the son of God in the flesh, to help us, to give us eternal life, to help us every day. And they leave and they go back and they report this to John the Baptist. And then Jesus even goes further on to talk about how great John the Baptist is. I'm sure those words got back to him. See, when we're in situations in life, and we all are, remember, remember that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And to know that, that when we remember who Jesus is, the Holy Spirit teaches us through his word that, yes, he is. He's the coming one. The Bible even tells us that we're living in a time that we know that we never thought we would live in. And he's actually coming back. Bible speaks of, we've talked about before in the past, about the rapture and about Jesus coming. And, and he tells us something very important about the end times. The disciples, again, are listening to Jesus. Jesus is getting ready to leave this world. And they ask him another question. And they remember his words even after he been risen from the grave. Now he's going to be with his father in heaven. And they're sitting there on the mountain. And they said, Jesus, you tell us all these things. What's going to be the end? What, how's this all going to come together? I mean, we, we know we're living and we know it, but, but how, Lord, how's this all coming together? And I want you to see the very first thing that he says to them. The very first thing. In Matthew chapter 24, Matthew chapter 24, verses 3 and 4. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Now, listen to what Jesus said. Before he answered them anything, we want to remember what he said to them first. Sometimes first is important. And what did he say? In Matthew chapter 24, verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to him, Take heed that no one, no one deceives you. You know, we see in our world today so much happening, so much fracture as far as... Uh, between individuals and family life and a husband or a wife goes out and, and cheats on their spouse and what takes place and what happens. Why is that? More than any other reason, why does that happen? 
It's because they were deceived. In a time that we live in, more than any other time, if we're not careful, we will be deceived. If we're not careful. Jesus said, the closer I get to you, the more that we will live in this time. That if, if we're not careful, we will be deceived. How are we not deceived? The way we're not deceived and the way that we continue on to spend, no matter what happens in your life, no matter what goes on, if we still lean on the Lord, if we still look to him and we remember his words, he's going to get us through. He's going to take us through. And he says, and he continues on, he begins to tell them all the things that are going to happen. Things that we're seeing taking place today are what the Bible calls birth pangs. In other words, all the things that we see happening in, in South Africa, all the looting, millions of people uh, out of their homes and millions of businesses. Just, it, just, it, it looks like a war zone. And then all the up- uprest that we see in all different places all over the world. And then we bring the Middle East in. And all the different things. And, and if you're like me, we can be discouraged. If we're not careful. And Jesus said, remember, I'm never going to leave you. And I'm never going to forsake you. What I want you to know today as we look to God's word is in this time that we're living in, the devil will do anything he can to deceive you. And the, you know, the, the greatest, one of the greatest ways he deceives all of us is you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Or it's too much or you're too much in debt or this has happened or that's happened or everything's falling apart. And the Lord says, listen, I'm, I'm here. God restores us. Let's look at one more verse today and we'll close. Let's go back to John 14. John 14 and then we're going to close with verses 26 through 30. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things I've said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, and neither let it be afraid. You've heard me say to you, I'm going away. In other words, Jesus is ascending into heaven after his resurrection. And coming back to you, that's the rapture. If you've loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. We remember the words of Jesus today. We all are in a place that he's willing to help us. And when we remember his words, no matter what we're going through, we don't have to be afraid. And we can look to the Lord and he can do whatever needs to be done to help us, to heal our life, to do the things, do things different, do things better. And when we do ask the Lord a question, he'll show us and he'll direct us down the path. And the hope that we have today in closing is to know that if more than anything else that you're reminded, you remember who Jesus is, that he came into this world, he died on the cross of Calvary, he rose again for you and for me. And by knowing him as his savior, man, we look forward as God tells us in his word, the words 
of Jesus. God is with us. His word, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We remember the words of what he said. He said, to look up, for your redemption draws nigh. Before we know it, the Lord will be back. And all these things that we're concerned about, wondering what's going to happen, what's going to take place, God's going to take care of. And at the same time, the Lord tells us in his word as I close in the book of Titus, looking for the blessed hope. The blessed hope. The hope that we have, not in ourselves, but in him. The hope that we have in him and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. If you many, many times think that we can't come to Jesus because of this or because of that or whatever it might be, I want you to know today, no matter who you are, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you're facing, that if you want to ask Christ as your Savior, the Bible says, whosoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're watching here today, I want you to know no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, Jesus can help you. You pray this prayer to have heaven as your home, to have hope for today and to not be afraid. Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe who you are, that you came to this world as God's son. And I ask you to come into my life to forgive me for all of my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and for giving me eternal life. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today. There's always hope in you. We remember your words. And as Ben leads us today, if there's someone still here, whether they're watching or here, whatever it might be, that they would pray and ask you into their heart as Ben leads us this morning in this invitation song in Jesus' name. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. 
And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.